Good morning, everybody. Today's cheer is sponsored by the Welcher family from South Africa, Lilu Nishmas Achoyseinu Ahuva. Her name is Tichyo Hindo Bas Elchonen Yosef Aleha Shalom. Her neshama should have an aliyah. Brian Sand, hi Rabbi. Look, I'm gonna I'm gonna change. I'll say turn the daf or turn the Ahmad, Ahmad Bays, if the Oilam stops saying Rabbi and Yosef stops calling me Reb Eli. Hi Rabbi, I hope that you and your family it's Eli. I hope that you and your family are well. I listen to your eight minute daf every day, and when it doesn't come in, I try to listen to the full daf. I know you're located in Bechemish, which is located in Israel, seven hours ahead of me, here in Woodmere, New York. Another Woodmere. Maybe it's uh, Kalman's friend, who knows? Listen, he has a whole Chabura going. Nachman, are you listening to this uh, email? or I, What's going on? Yeah? You're, 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 you're disturbing the email. You're missing out, good stuff. Lately on Fridays, I've been getting a WhatsApp on the eight-minute daf, five hours or so after Shabbos has already begun in Bechemish. On other days, it comes in between 11 and 1 a.m., my time. I assume that you sometimes stateside handling this. No. So what's going on is there's Yosef Biliak, he does the sending of... Rabbi uh, Isai, we're, we're trying to conduct the shear here. This is going to be... Oh, oh, Hold on, hold on. It's beautiful, beautiful. Ah, Maybe it's upside down. No, it's this way, this way. Yeah, yeah. In English, that way. Beautiful. Wow. Who's 100 years old? 100 daf. Ah. No, we're not at 101. We're in DAF 101, which is 100 DAF. Uh, by the way, there's a guy that was asking. I'm not kidding. I, he's probably, now he's already with the, with the program, but he, you could ask Yosef. A couple people asked Yosef, everything is good, but where's DAF 1? They didn't get the eight-minute DAF 1 on Shabbos or Brachas, whatever it was. But it, fine. So... Yosef sends out uh, around, I think it's like close to 15,000. I send out 1,000 from my phone, and he sends out whatever it is. And it takes many hours for the, for the WhatsApp to be delivered. Because the way WhatsApp works, they only allow you to do some groups. So he has a certain program, so he puts it in. And Erev Shabbos is a very difficult day to record. So if the video does come out, he gets it very late before Shabbos. And by the time people get it, it's five hours into Shabbos in America. We have to do something about it. It's probably not a good idea, but just in case you wonder if somebody's Michal Shabbos and Ramah B'Shemesh sending out the daf, that's not the case. This should probably be... Okay, better. Thank you for allowing me to participate in Daf Yoimi with much less effort than I thought was required. Keep up the good work. It's a first. So Brian Sand says Daf Yoimi is not that difficult if you do it with us. Givaldik. Um, listen to this one from Moshe Hirsch. I'm not sure where he's from. Last Thursday, the sponsorship was for someone's wife. And I thought to myself, that's such a beautiful thing. I speak for myself, though. I'm sure many can identify that everything I have is because of my wife. I can't go into details, but let's just say that I mean it 100%. 
Shali v'shalachem shalahu. We have yard sites and birthdays. I think we should start giving for our wives too. I'm 100% with this guy. Rabbi Isai, if you don't sponsor a shir, covet your wife, that means you don't appreciate your wife. So each and every one, I want to see you start sponsoring me for your wife. My wife for sure. 100%. Shali v'shalachem shalahu. L'schus Elisheva Baschana. He's sponsoring today's shir. L'schus Elisheva Baschana. She should be zoicha to many healthy and happy years and build a beautiful Ehrlich family. Thank you, Moshe Hirsch. Yevaldik, beautiful, or Moshe. I'm going to start a new thing. I want to see that uh, the appreciation for the wives. Starting with me. Tomorrow, Shear is sponsored. Look up with my wife. All right. Yeah? What's going on here? Shkoyach. We are holding Daf Kuf Omad Beis. Omale Rav Nachum Bar Yitzchok, five lines from the bottom. Omale Rav Nachum Bar Yitzchok, Le Rav Chia Bar Ovin. Le Rav Chizdu, Le Rav Bar Av Hunadam Reoisa Mokim Arbo Mimali. We had a beautiful sugya where a person makes, let's see if I have it here. I think I brought it with me. Yeah. For a different sugya. Luckily I brought it. A person makes a frame, four by four, in order to draw water from the ocean, the lake. And we said that these walls, halachically, imaginary walls, go down into the water. Good aches mechissa. So he says, Shoiv hechi shodi Interesting. Rashi says, what does shoiv mean? We usually say shoiv chim. Disgusting water, says Rashi. Higoin. You would think it means wastewater. Says Rashi, you go in Rechitzas, Koisoy Sukaris, dishwashing water. Okay, maybe it means even dishwashing water. The Rabbi Chanal on the side says it means literally wastewater because that's what you have on a ship. How do you toss it off the board of the ship on Shabbos? Now, says the Gemara, okay, use the same frame and everything is great. Why is it most? You're, you're drawing water to drink from the same spot that you're putting your wastewater. It doesn't work well. Right? Like my roommate in Passaic, we, we, we had a kitchen in our... In a, so he, instead of taking the extra five feet to go to the bathroom, used to use the sink in the kitchen. So I could never drink water from that sink. It was mostly. I the water came out of the spigot and he did it somewhere else. The whole area became most. Back in yeshiva days. What? Yeah. Akalpanim says the Gemara, the Shadilu, Adafna, the Sfino. What he could do is, okay, Yeshua, I think uh, I'm done with this balloon first. Like it's, I feel like people are coming behind me and attacking me. I see this thing way, no, even more. Whatever, we got the idea. It's a hundred. Okay, fine. So, he takes the water, pours it on the wall of the ship. And therefore, what? It's indirect power. It's not his power. He didn't pour it into the, into the ocean. He poured it on the wall, and from the wall, Shamalechem, it goes down the wall into the ocean. Okay, so it's called Koichai. Vaika Koichai. So it's indirect. 
but it's still a problem. Says the Gemara, since you're pouring it into the ocean, and the ocean is a caramelist, not a big deal. And how do you know this concept that when it comes to caramelists, we don't care about koichoi? You don't go from the Sfino, which is a Rosh Hashanah, to the ocean, which is a Karmelis. You don't go from the Karmelis to the Sfino. I'll sing by myself. Hundred daf into Shabbos. Beautiful. Unbelievable. In a typical Masechta, this would be a seum and more. But we have to wait another, what, 56 days or so. Rabbi Yudoimer, smack in middle Benazmanim. Does anybody have Benazmanim plans? I have to refigure my Benazmanim now. Rabbi Yudoimer, amuka asoro ve'en gevoya asoro. By the way, if anybody has a great idea how to make a seum, we want to do something on Shabbos because it's Masechta Shabbos. We're thinking about going away to a hotel, but it requires over 100 rooms, probably. And so if anybody has a good idea, let us know. What? Oynik Shabbos. I'm talking about something serious. You're telling me Oynik Shabbos. Hmm? A cruise. We're on the Kinneret. Oh, we should go now on our cruise after, instead of Shas? I don't think so. We made a cheshmer. It's $10 billion. We don't have enough time to raise that. Rabbi Yudah Oimer, Tapadav Kuf Aleph Omadalaf. Yeah, let's see what happens. Let's see, no, pick it up. Rabbi Yudah Oimer, Amuko Asoro Veingavoya Asoro. If this boat has a depth inside it of 10 Tfachim, but outside it sits low in the water, you don't have these 10 Tfachim. Now Rashi says an amazing thing here. Rashi says that if the boat was 10 Tfachim, Above the water, it wouldn't be a problem. Why? Because you're going from a Carmelis and you're going above Tent Fachim. Above Tent Fachim is a Mokim Ptur. And to go from a Carmelis through a Mokim Ptur into your boat, which is a Rosh Hashanah, is not a problem. To go from a Rosh Hashanah to Rosh Hashanah through a Mokim Ptur, that's a problem. But to go from a Carmelis, make a stopover above Tent Fachim, which is a Mokim Ptur, into the boat, not a problem. So we're talking about The boat is not ten tefachim high. You could go from the boat in only one direction. You go from the boat outwards. But not from the ocean to the boat. We have to explain. Because since the boat is less than ten tefachim, now you're going not through a mokim tour. You're going from Carmelis directly into Rishusayachid. It's also so in the opposite direction, also, you're going from the boat, which is Rusayachet, to Carmelis. It should be also, Elo, Lavachuda. We're talking about 
you're pouring it onto the edge of the boat, the same exact case that we're talking about. In other words, you're doing it indirect tiltal. Now that you could only do if you're standing high up and pouring downwards, gravity is going to pull your water into the ocean. But if you're in the ocean, you can't do upwards. What are you going to do? Spray the water onto the, onto the wall of the boat and expect it to go into the boat? That doesn't work. The only way you can do it is actually physically carrying it, and that is Asr. And over here you see the concept that when it comes to a caramelist, we don't care that much about indirect carrying. That same, that same carrying in another Rishos, going from Rishos Yachet to Rishos Aram, would be a problem. But in caramelists, we don't care. Omer Avuno, Hani Bitsaso Demeshon. You have, according to Rashi, we're talking about small boats, like a kayak, like a canoe, that come to a very narrow point. It goes almost to a zero. Right? So, something like this. You have a canoe, it goes very sharp. Now, here's the problem. The problem is, for Shus HaYachet to exist, you need to have four Tfachim width, and 10 tfachim height. The issue is that on the bottom where it comes to a point, you don't have four tfachim width. So what do you have in essence? You have a hanging wall. You have a wall and no bottom because the bottom comes to a point and halachically in order for it to be Roshul Sayyachid, it needs to be four tfachim wide and it's not four tfachim wide. The bottom of the boat, the bottom of your wall, it keeps on going, it gets narrower and narrower. At one point it is four tfachim. But it doesn't, what? Because then you'll sink. <laughs> he wants to know how you don't do chayik again on a boat. You can't, you can't, can't carve out a boat because it'll sink. I have no idea. Chayikim. Okay, the way chayikim works is that if you have already the width at another area, you keep on going. So you're saying you already have the width at another area, Chaikim. Now, you don't say Chaikim according to everybody. According to Rabbani, you don't say Chaikim, only according to Rameyer. Maybe that's the answer. That goes to explain a little bit what Noah was asking yesterday. You have to have a certain width, like by the doorway with the mezuzah. You have the width on the bottom, you continue that width up. You have a certain height, but you don't have the width on a, on a wall. Yesterday we were saying on a wall also, I don't know how to explain it 100%. But you certainly don't say it in a pit, because in a pit, all you have is a depth. You don't create more depth. You create more width with Chayikim. So if you're saying that it comes to a pit, okay, here, according to Rimei, it would be a problem, maybe. Maybe. Says the Gemara, so you have these hanging walls. Now, if you have a hanging wall, so you don't have Rosh Hashanah If you don't have Rosh Hashanah what does the boat turn into? It's not a Rosh Hashanah you don't have 600,000 people going through your canoe. It's not a Rosh because you don't have four Tfachim on the bottom. So it's a Karmelis. So if it's a Karmelis, you could only walk in your canoe four Amis. So if your, Karmelis, if your canoe is five Amis long, you're not allowed to walk more than four Amis. You have to stop. You're not allowed to be metaltal, I mean, not, not walk. You're not allowed to carry four Amis. I actually heard somebody saying that the boat is a caramelist because it's in a caramelist, like you're saying. Because it's in a ship. Yeah, why not? You, maybe, maybe that's what the guy meant, that because there's no other rishos, it just goes back to what the rishos is in, it's in the ocean. I don't know. I didn't, 
I don't see anybody saying like that, but that's what he said. What? Yeah. Yeah. Why not? You can make it. You take your car. It's You take a, a beam. You put it a four a fourth fucking beam. That's Rishus Yeah. It's the Rabbanon Rishus. Says the Gemara. Only four Amas. Now, because of the concept of Lavod, so if it becomes narrower and narrower within three Tfachim of the, of the point of the boat, then I could say, listen, the whole boat is four Tfachim wide. I don't care about the spits of the boat because it's only three Tfachim. Anything within three Tfachim you could ignore this whole halacha is because it's four tfachim, let's say, in this picture. It becomes narrow at the four tfachim point. There's more than three tfachim. More than three tfachim, I can't invoke lavud, and therefore it ruins my wall. But if it's lower down, if it's wide, four tfachim, and it's only less than three tfachim to the point from where it's wide, then I could say lavud. Similarly, if I fill up the bottom with any material, I fill it up with cement or if I don't want to sink my boat, I fill it up with reeds, something lightweight, but I filled it up, so now my wall goes straight to a flat surface, not to a point. Lovud would just pretend that this is full. That's all Lovud does, as if it's full. Okay. No, 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 no. You need that the wall, sh when it starts coming to an angle, there should be four tfachim at that point. It should never get narrow. You have to make sure it doesn't get narrow because if it gets narrower than four tfachim, you lose your Rosh at that point. There's no extending walls to the point where it's narrower than four tfachim. You need walls all the way down to the bottom of four tfachim. No. As long as your ten tfachim wall, as long as your, your walls could get there. I need the walls. I need walls to, to hit those three tfachim. Right. The middle picture is perfect. Because there's four tfachim width within three tfachim of the point of the boat. What? The boat is in the water, yeah. What do you mean? It's a canoe. What's the problem? What, what are you worried? That's going to tip over? That's the bottom of the boat. That's the bottom. No, it's a side. You're looking from the front of the boat. You're looking to the front. It's sitting in the boat. It's sitting in the water. Listen, this is Pirushchai. He's not Yoni, but he does quick drawings and he makes uh, not without color. I just add color to the picture. It's black and white. It's a it's a cutaway from the front. Of, you're looking at the front of the boat, but a cutout. Cross section. But if it's less than three tfachim to the bottom of the boat, it's not a problem. If you filled up the bottom with, with reeds, it's not a problem. Ask Rav Nachman. Let's say, you see these yellow lines? What do I care about this point? This point shouldn't bother me at all. This, this wall should continue downwards. 
Like we always say, it just continues downwards. Now, I had a little bit of a problem. I didn't see anybody discussing it. Because to me, when I first drew it, I did Gurachetz Mechitzta from this way. Like straight over here. And to me, it made more sense that Gurachetz just means you, you have a visual and you have imaginary walls going downwards. But it seems like they are saying that it goes down from that point where you can no longer go down. But to me, it's, it's a little bit of a problem. I thought maybe Tysus talks about it. It doesn't really... I didn't see, I, I, understand, I don't know. I didn't understand Rashi like that. I don't think anybody understood Rashi like that. What? Because nobody holds of Chagikim, besides Rameir. It's a dance of it. What? Hmm? Which one? Megidang Mizra Rachbon Ha'elyoin Ulamato. Ulamato. I don't know. Okay, yeah, halavai, but that's not how they learn in Rashi. Everybody, whoever I, I looked it up, I, I couldn't find anybody that says like that. And then the Pirush Chai certainly doesn't learn it like that. Fine, mi loitanyo. Rabbi Yosi, Rabbi Yudah, noat konibush v'sarabim roishit raskel. You'll remember this picture from all the way to the beginning of the Masechta. A guy takes a, a pole and he puts a basket on top of the pole, and you throw something on top of the basket, like a basketball, right? This is from the early days of basketball. So we say that even though this basket doesn't have ten tefachim, it's considered Rosh Hashayachid, because you extend the walls of the basket all the way down. It's from Shabbos Dafei. I don't know if you guys could search. You could say good achitz asks Rav Nachman. And if there's Gudachitz Mechitzta, so you no longer have those hanging walls, you have regular walls, you have regular walls, you have a Rosh Hashayachet, not a Carmelist. If you have a Rosh Hashayachet, you can carry it within it, it's not a problem. Says the Gemara, Maskele Rav Yosef, V'leishimilahu, L'adam Rav Yudam Rav, U'madabah Mishum Rav Chia, something in Rav Chia, V'tanei Allah, V'chacham Poitrim. You forgot the end. The end is, we don't hold of this basket extending downwards. What you don't hold of Gurachis. Here's the picture. According to Rashi, Kaisis also, but we'll go Rashi. Four Tfachim wide, and it becomes narrower and narrower. So over here, Shloisha, according to Rashi, means three high, not three wide. Taisis says three wide. Forget Taisis, now we're going with Rashi. That above three, Tzvachim, from the ground, it's still narrower than four. It doesn't go all the way down, it doesn't extend all the way down to the ground, four Tzvachim, and make it a salary. At a certain point, it's only less than four Tzvachim. It becomes narrower, more than three Tzvachim. Three Tzvachim is lavad. So more than three Tzvachim, you see over here, it's in the green. Let's say this, right over here is three tvachim. From here, higher is more than three tvachim. You have green, it becomes narrow. So over there, in this case, we say, Gudachis, that these blue mechitzas go all the way down to the bottom. Why can't it what? Oh, the Gemara is going to explain it in a second. because Alma amrinon gudachis mechitzta. You say gudachis mechitzta in this case. 
Hachanami gud achis mechitzto. In my Gemara, there's a period over here. But, and also the way you would read typical Gemara, there should be a period here. Midi area is usually, what's the connection? What are you talking about? But no, Rashi says, this is a continuation of Abaya. Abaya is going further. There's no period here. Abai is just explaining. In the case of this, when it comes to a point like Shmuel's asking, so what's the problem? Look at these guys. These guys are like, like a bunch of goats. They don't care about what's under, they don't care about the imaginary walls. There's no imaginary wall for them. They're standing right under the imaginary wall. So what does that do to me? That removes the imaginary wall. There is no imaginary wall if the goat could go through. If I have a mechitza for my sukkah, and I say, okay, lavod, whatever, and a goat shows up in my sukkah, lavod ahin, lavod aher, it's not accomplishing anything. A goat is walking right through it. So look at these guys, they're standing right here by the beam. Under, so who cares about these imaginary mechitzas? At the end of the day, there's no mechitzas. You can't say halachically. It's a tnai in the Mishnah. The Mishnah says... Normal thing. It has to protect you somewhat. What's the, what's the protection? A gdi. Like I said, in nowadays, a cat. If a cat just walks into your sukkah without even bending down, you don't have a mechitza for your sukkah. What is a mechitza for sukkah? Mechitza means it protects you from the, from the elements outside. What does it protect you from? Normal animals running around. Now, yes, uh, a bee is going to get in there and ants are going to walk their way through. But halakhically, it's a mechitza if a gdi can't go through. Now, what is the gather? We're talking about a gather here. Now, this case, Shmuel... The goats don't go through. It's they can't go through here, and for this little piece over here, they're not going to go and, and rub themselves on this. They're not going to bang themselves, says Rashi, on this part. If it's a very narrow thing, so, so, so Abaye makes a distinction. He says, look, if it's a narrow pole, the, the goats go through. I can't logically imagine in my head that there's a mechitza, because it's not accomplishing anything. But if it's pretty wide on the bottom, it's just not four tfachim, then I can extend it halachically and say I have a proper four tfachim all the way down. And by us also, in our case too, in a boat. Typically speaking, goats don't swim, and they're not going through my imaginary wall that Rav Nachman is asking. How come I don't have imaginary wall on the boat? So what's the obvious question? What about fish? Oh yeah, 100% is two different things. But the halacha Moshe Messina is imaginary. It's closing. Time out. One minute. In the Mishnah and Sukkah, you sure? It's a, it's a fourth Fachim over there? Good Achis. Okay, thank you. He's saying the Mishnah and Sukkah of goats is the good Achis, the... Right, there's no G'dayim. Correct, okay. The strings that we do every three T'vachim, yeah, the go, okay, fine, yeah. Omar le'er av achabarei der av achalar av ashi, gabi sfina nami oyekebikiyaz dogim. Okay, so you have the sea creatures. You don't have goats, but you have fish. Omar le'er bikiyaz dogim loy shmei bikiyah, says Rashi, you don't see them. If you don't see it, so you can still imagine it. But you can't imagine a mechitza when it's obvious that these cats are walking back and forth, these g'dayim are walking back and forth. I'll prove it to you. The b'ayim in a Rabbi Tavlim Ah, thank you. Umanot Imra. The b'ayim in a, how do you know that you say this concept that this, this fish don't count? 
The boy of an area of a tablet, Merovah, Mechitzah, Luya, Mau, Shetate, Bechurba. You have ruins, and a lot of times the, the ruins happen to the point where the wall on the bottom falls down and the wall on top remains. Could I consider that wall as a wall for Rosh Hashanah and say, hey, you now I go from Rosh Hashanah to Rosh Hashanah, vice versa? Or say that I'm allowed to carry within Tatir, I'm allowed to carry within that Churva. I don't have walls all that extending down to the bottom. We're turning the Amr to Amr Beis. Well, I don't have a deal yet. If the Oilam stops calling me Rebelli, then we have a deal. You don't know. These, these emails from all over the place. Grammatically correct this way, that way. So, says Rashi. Rashi brings two cases, very interesting cases. I spent the time doing this stamp for the because I thought it was a cool picture. If there's a, a chatzar, two people share, share a, a chatzar and there's a, a pit in between, so this wall creates a mechitza, even though it's hanging over the pit, it's hanging, it's not directly, oh, it works. What else does Rashi say? Yeah, fine. Oh, you know what Rashi's talking about. Rashi's saying this case here. I don't have a good picture. There's beautiful pictures. I think I saw it somewhere. I forgot to, I forgot where I saw it. Maybe in a yoni somewhere. But basically, if a guy lives on the water, he lives in Miami on the water, and he wants to take water out of the ocean on Shabbos, so from his porch, he can make one of these guys, one of these tricks. Now, you can't do that on anything else. You can't say, okay, I'm going to start passing things up from Rosh Hashanah into my house or whatever through uh, a frame and say, good aches. But for water, we were makel. So that you could draw water and do your dishes and then drink or whatever you want to do. So you see, kalu sheikhelu chachamemayim is a special halacha by water only. Yeah, you could pour, but we're saying that we said before that you shouldn't because it makes the most. People don't like to. Why not? Yeah, that's better than what the, yeah, 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 why? Because this is a physical, this is actually the way we said that you go to the, or you pour the bathroom water over, overboard is on the side, but that's already, a, it's a little bit of a problem because of kaychai. And kaychai we were in geyser. This is much better eitzah than kaychai. This is a, a halachic mechitza all the way down to the ocean. Yeah, this dog him. My my son just sent me a video. He's I told you he's stuck in in Florida, Miami, stuck nebuch, big rechmanas. So first when we were in Miami, he he swam across the canal. We're on you know like uh, if you ever been to Miami, Collins. So there's the the ocean, the hotels, the canal, and then our we live on on the other side. Of, we have the house on the canal. So he swam across the canal and came back. Very hard. It was tough. Now he shows me videos every day. Sharks in the canal. Sharks. Dolphins, sharks, all these things. So he could dog him. Had he known, I don't think he would have swam there with the sharks. But the sharks right there. He thought, you know, it's a little canal. It's not, it's not part of the ocean. It is. How could you make this, this guy, how can you make this device that goes all the way down? And you're going to draw water from below the surface of the water with this fish. And the fish ruin it. They should ruin the the the, the gudaches. 
Fish don't count. The same thing in, in, in above the ground would be very problematic if cats and goats and whatever go through. But not in the ocean, not in water. We don't care about fish that you don't see. I don't, good kasha. Dolphins are coming. I don't know. What about people that swim across the ocean? I don't know. So they, they're going to go. But no, listen. The point is, as your boat is moving, you're saying, oh, you're saying in this, guy, in this case that a guy has one over, over his backyard. Yeah. No, they don't come in that area. They never come in that. They come like 10 feet off the shore. Svinas Shurois. If you have two ships that are connected with a with some sort of something, they tie together, as we're going to see later. You can go from one to the other. The Gemara, the Gemara understands who owns these ships. One individual owns two ships. So Rishus HaYachad, Rishus HaYachad, is Rishus HaYachad, perfect. Pshita, what's the Chiddush? Omer elo lahater bitzas You have a tiny, that tiny boat that we're talking about, the canoe, right? In that picture, David was asking, what is it? Who is it? Listen, even if that picture has no shaykhs to anything, it's just, it's cool, no? Brown, blue, I don't know, I thought it was cool. Why is it, he took it off? As I'm talking about it. So, you have two ships, two cruise ships, and they have the tiny little pirate ship, whatever you want to call it, the canoe that goes between them. Now, the canoe is not attached to, to the ships. The ships are connected, they're tied together. The, the bitzas, whatever you want to call it, the small guy, is not connected at all. But you could go and travel, you could walk from the, the, you get off the cruise ship, go into the small guy, and climb up into the big guy. Not a problem. I, the small one, might slip away. You're going to have a problem? Not a problem. That's, that's the chiddush. Now we're not concerned that it's going to slip away. Unbelievable Russian. Moshe. He called Rav and Moshe. In other words, you are the God of Adar. It seems like Nobody else was called Moshe. You ever, you ever seen Omar uh, Moshe? I think it was reserved for the G'day Ladar. Moshe. Today everybody's a Moshe. Even my ain't called. Moshe. Shabbat Kamras. You sure what you're saying is, is, is correct? It doesn't sound very good. Mitaltalim Mizulizutnan. Where is there a mention of a third boat here? It says Mizulizu. One plus one. Are you sticking in a third one? El Omar of Safra. In other words, it doesn't pass for Galadar to say such Pshatim. That's what he's telling you. Moshe. So he comes up with an Upshat. We're talking about two owners that own two cruise ships. And we're talking about a Chiddush to say that I can make an Eruv from one ship to another ship. Yes, I'm, I'm very familiar with the concept that I can make an Eruv from my house to your house. But two ships, what's the connection? Where's the doorway? What's going on here? Why should I be able to make, uh, from car to car, you guys, you, you, imagine. I want to make an air of chatzeros between my minivan and your minivan. Maybe, maybe it doesn't work. Says the Mishnah, it works in ships. I don't know about minivans. In ships, it works. It says, Mefurish. This exact case, you have two ships that are tied together Oh, I can make an Eruv between two ships. Here's Rav Safra. After I make an Eruv, I could, I could carry from one to the other. 
Nifsuku, if the connection became undone, Nesru, you can no longer walk from one to the other or carry from one to the other. Chazru v'nikshru, and then you went ahead and you tied it on Shabbos, bein shoigigin, whether it was a mistake, you didn't realize it's Shabbos or that it's Asr. Ubeimizidin, whether you did it on purpose. You knew that it's Shabbos and it's Asr to make a knot. Bein anusin, you tried to tie your shoes, and by mistake, you tied two cruise ships together. Bein mutin, I'm not exactly sure that Anusin means you try to tie something else, and by mistake, I'm not sure how that happens. Figure it out yourself. Whatever the, the case is, you have very, very big shoes. You're Shaquille O'Neal, size 28, and you have these giant cables that tie your shoes, and you tied your ship together. Whatever the thing is. No, but it's also on Shabbos. You're on Shabbos. So how do you do it by Oynas? But you're not allowed to do the other one either. What do you gain? What do you gain? You try to, to tie ship A, and by mistake you tie ship B? And that makes it a misasic? But you try to do it as a Shabbos. Uh, let me see Rashi. I thought Rashi was saying that he was trying to do something else. Right, right. He was trying to tie something else. Something else, not another ship. He's trying to tie another thing, like a shoe. Fine, whatever. Whatever, that, whatever the thing is. Dova Acher Lukashroi. He's something that's allowed to tie on Shabbos, I think. And he, by mistake, tied a ship. Bain Mutin. Or. This is a Masasik. This is a Masasik. Mutin is a Masasik. Mutin. Dova Acher Lukashroi. Yeah. Okay. So now, since you tied it on Shabbos, now you have a, a good connection, you're allowed to carry there on Shabbos. So the guy tried to set up a high-tech company in the middle of uh, the FDR drive, in the middle of a highway, on a Trusa Rabbim. He, he, uh, he brought his cubicles here. Imam set up shop. So, this is considered, you do Eruv, this guy set up his shop, you make an Eruv, and you could carry from one to another. Niglilu, you rolled up, it's no longer there, now it's back to Rosh Hashanah, and Nesru. Chazu v'nifrasu, and then you set it up on Shabbos, ben chagigin, ben mezidin, ben anusin, ben mutin, doesn't matter how it happened, chazru l'teru n'rishoin, you're allowed to carry there on Shabbos. She called mechitza shenasa b'shabbos. Even though it's also to make a mechitza on Shabbos, but if you did on Shabbos, it has Allah of mechitza you can carry there. Rav Nachman only says to throw, in other words, that there's only throwing to carry within there. In other words, to throw, to carry, whatever it is, within that area is Asr. From one to another, he says it's, it's, it's okay to carry, to throw. There's no difference in carrying and throwing, really. It just means within that area, it's us to, to carry or to throw. So Rav Nachman is saying that you're not allowed to, if you set up these mechitzos on Shabbos, on purpose, you're not allowed to carry, we have to punish you. It's a kanas. It's a good mechitzah, but it's a kanas. 
But Taisus points out that this line in the Gemara, and this is very important to the Tachaf. This line in the, the Gemara, is not in all cases. On the case of Machzelas, of setting up Shavu if you do this B'mezid, you can't carry her. But on two ships, that the Rishus is there anyways. It's a Rishus HaYachad and Rishus HaYachad. You're not doing anything. All you're doing is you're tying them together, allowing a Mechitzah the Rabbanon, allowing an Erev the Rabbanon, that they didn't punish for. Rav Nachman didn't say Zalacha. You hear? Two ships that are both a Rishus HaYachad. And what are you doing? You're putting them together on Shabbos, you're tying them together so that you should be able to carry from one to another. I don't know what that picture is. Fine. Ships tied together. I'm not, you, you guys, you're not in the Bismarck, I'm not going to show you. Come down here, you'll see. So that is Mutter. Says the Gemara. Omar Shmuel. Vafiluk Shurois, yeah? Ki itma der Rachman, amazed itma. Omar Shmuel. Vafiluk Shurois, bechut asarbal. You can take two ships and tie them with a drawstring. Let's say, imagine uh, you have a sweatshirt and it has like the string, the, the drawstring. You could tie your ship. I'm not sure what it'll do to your. How are you going to tie your cruise ship like that? But let's say it works, it works. Hey, if it's strong enough that it could actually grab it and it won't run away. Pshita. So what's the chiddush that you can't use? I would think you can't use your draw. Why not? And if it's very weak, it's a thread and it's going to just snap away. Why is that enough to allow me to carry from one ship to another? Says the Gemara, Shmuel is coming to say a big chiddush that he himself said somewhere else in a completely different sugya, nothing to do with us. But over there he said you have to use a metal chain. So come Shmuel and say, says, yes, over there I say you have to use a metal chain, but by us you could even use a, a thread, a string, whatever works. This not. So real quickly, going back to Hilchas Tumah. You have a, a corpse. A corpse is considered aviava. Ruben, I don't know if this, there might be a better one than this. I couldn't really find I forgot where. I just pulled one out. Might be a nicer one. A corpse is a via A corpse touches another person, he becomes an avatuma. The avatuma, it just goes, keeps on going down level by level, it gets weaker and weaker, the tuma. A makes it avatuma. Avatuma makes a rishon tuma, which means the avatuma can make a kli a rishon. But a rishon cannot make another kli a rishon. Cannot, can't make another person, can't make another clear rishon. Okay, so says the Gemara, here's the case. You have an oil. You have a dead person in red. It's on an overhang. In the overhang, you have a metal chain, an iron chain that is holding a boat made, of, made out of whatever. So this iron chain becomes exactly like the corpse. Says Shmuel, it has to be iron, it has to be metal. Why? Because it's in an oil, a mason, it's like a mason. The Gemara is going to describe that metal becomes like the dead person. Metal that touches a dead person becomes aviyavaisatuma. So if this chain is aviyavaisatuma, touches the boat, what does the boat become? Avatuma. And avatuma can make these not to, uh, what is it called? N- not to scale, because look at the boat, and the glass on the boat is the size of the boat almost. It makes the, 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 the kalim on the boat a reshine. But if this chain wasn't metal, so now we have to take it down a step. The, the, the Zayel HaMais, this chain becomes Avatuma. Not a Via like a, like a metal chain. It's not like the corpse. It's one step down, Avatuma. 
So Avatuma makes the boat a reshine. A reshine cannot make a kli a shani. So if it's made out of metal, the kli inside becomes tame. If it's made out of uh, just a regular drawstring like we're talking about, then the kli does not become tame. In our sugi, we don't care what it's made out of. It could be made out of a drawstring from a, from a shirt. It doesn't make a difference. This nan, kosher if you tie the boat, it's something strong that holds it tight. Maybe the tumma, it could bring the tumma, it drags the tumma from the oil, from this overhang, all the way into the boat. It has to be metal. That the cherev, the, the sword, meaning any metal, has the halacha of the actual corpse. By Shabbos, since I could just make the boat not move without metal, I could do it with a very thick rope. It doesn't matter what it is. It could be the string from your shirt, provided that it keeps the boat in place. We don't care. We, all we care is that the boat should not move. We're not talking about tumma, so it doesn't have to be made out of metal. So that's what Shmuel was saying. Over there in Oyalim, I said, it has to be metal. Over here, I'm saying it could be chutasarbal. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. Hmm? You better give. Show me my boy, 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 show me my